Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome back to another episode of You from the Bullens. And it's the post-match reaction with myself, Ben Winstanley, joined by the Bobble for this one. Everton nil, Arsenal won. That rough, turgid form of Everton Football Club this season goes into another game. Find ourselves one point in five. Another home loss. Three defeats at home on the bounce. No goals scored. Everton nil, Arsenal won. Bobble, what are your thoughts? It's no disgrace losing at home to Arsenal. It's no disgrace to losing to title-chasing teams like Arsenal, Manchester City, of course. Um, you know, it was always going to be a big ask before kickoff. Coming up against, you know, one of the most informed teams in Europe. They're a top-class team. Got some high-quality players throughout the throughout the eleven. Um, they can mix and match. They've got great depth now as well. You know, make no mistake, they're a, they're a top team, Arsenal. Um, so this, it's no disgrace losing to them. But we've got to look at what Everton could have done better. What could they do more? And they didn't really lay a glove on Arsenal. They didn't really make it difficult for Arsenal. And I always think that when the top teams come to your ground, i.e. Arsenal, Man City, arguably Spurs, whoever else, what, what are the basics? What have you got to do to make life difficult from where you, 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 you're hard to beat, you're resolute, you've got a really good tempo to you, you press in the right areas. Let's be honest, you win your individual battles. If you need to, you play with a nasty edge, you play with a nasty you commit good fouls and you can commit good fouls. Um, you, you, you try and bully them, you, you mix, you rough them up, you get in their faces. And like I say, in the right areas, you press. And I don't think we did that. I don't think we are doing that under Sean Dodge enough. Um, and the form suggests that with respect. We didn't. We, we gave Arsenal the freedom of Goodison Park. Now, again, it's no disgrace losing to Arsenal, but it's the manner of the defeat. Lose a game of football, but lose it in the right way. They, they didn't lose that in the right way today. They didn't get near Arsenal for 94, 94 minutes, what it was. They didn't get near Arsenal. Arsenal kept the ball. It must have had 90% possession or something like that. It was just a, a canter. And it was just a matter of time before Arsenal scored. It really, really wasn't. I just feel like 
there's one thing losing a game of football to a top team. We can all accept that as Evertonians. We're all quite honest and fair. However, losing the right way. That the, there was no tempo, there's no atmosphere because the players are giving you nothing to feed off. Deutsch has got to find a way to get, when you're playing against the better teams, to get the crowd into the game. We know what we are as a team. We know we're not going to outplay or outfootball the likes of Arsenal. It's never going to happen. They're a top team and they're going to go all the way with Man City because they are a top team. So what have you got to do? Almost to drag them down to your level. Well, what you do is, is you win your battles. You press in the right areas. You're compact. You're nasty. You're in their faces. You're touch tight. If anything, play with that edge. Commit the good fouls break up the play, you know, go down, blag an injury, buy time, kill the game for 30 seconds. We're not doing any of this. We're not doing any of it. And the fans are not getting, not being able to get into the game. Arsenal came to Goodison Arena and they probably won't have an easier away game. The atmosphere was quiet. It was dull. The Gladys was, was very quiet as well. The players had nothing to feed off. and Sorry, the fans had nothing to feed off. And that's because of the style. And I'm not blaming Deutsch for losing at home to Arsenal. Because like I say, Arsenal are a top team. But you've got to have more to your game against these top teams. You can't just say, we're going to surrender possession and just sag and sit and sit and sit. These teams are too good. They will find a way to score. You've got to have something else. You need a counterpunch somewhere, somehow. You've got to come up with something, a game plan. What was the game plan today? I'll be honest, I don't know what it was. What was it? Sit in, camp in for as long as we can and try and draw nil-nil because that's what it felt like because Everton were never going to score today. They could still be playing now. They were never, ever going to score. And that's down to, as much as we all hammer the players and we all hammer the, the, the hierarchy, Deutsch has got to be better. You've got to do more. You've got to give us something. Give the fans something to feed off. Just give us anything. There's no big tackles. There's no in your face. There's no pushing and shoving in. I remember when we beat Arsenal under Deutsch last season. Neil Mope, he was in Zinchenko's face when he was pushing and shoving. That's what you want in that sort of game. You need to drag him into a battle. There's none of it. It's just flat. And Deutsch has got to come up with a formula that, okay, we know what we are. We know we're not going to out-football these teams. But what we are going to do, and he always said this, when he came in, my team will be the fittest team. They'll outrun teams. They're not. They're not. It, it doesn't feel like it anyway. It doesn't feel like it. Because Arsenal ran rings round us. They, and we didn't. We, we were chasing shadows for 94 minutes. We barely laid a glove on them. I don't think we even had a shot on target. And like I say, it's no disgrace losing to Arsenal. But there's a manner in the defeat. And there's a right way to lose a game. And I don't think, I don't think the way we've lost the game against Arsenal was the right way to lose a game for the home fans. I don't think it is. I don't think it was. And I won't accept, me personally, I don't accept those sort of defeats. Lose, okay, I can accept the defeat. But again, got to be the right way, mate. And at the moment, that Deutsch 11 there and the way he set his stall out. And ultimately, probably just how negative it was. It was so negative. When you look at when Moyes was in charge of some poor Everton teams, Sometimes Moyes was a negative and he always got labelled with negative. But he would always have that counterpunch in terms of, well, we're going to get in their faces and we're going to make life really difficult. And you know what? We're going to try and nick a goal from this way. There's none of that at the moment under Deutsch. There's none of that. You know, what is it? Six, uh, seven home games, six defeats, two wins in 15. No home goal scored this season. He's And I know he's got probably plenty of excuses and reasons for it. But nevertheless, we need more from Sean Deutsch for me. Yeah, I think you've probably summarised it quite well. Um, I think Arsenal obviously came to Goodison Park. They had the slippers on for minute one. I think the warning signs were there early on when it went back to Declan Rice and they had a... I think the first two minutes, Arsenal just had the ball, passing it round, no pressure, no urgency. 
I agree with regards to Sean Dyche. I think he needs to find a way now. Um, Sean Dyche has to find a formula, a formation, or some sort of tactics to enable Everton to obviously go and try and win games of football. Because ultimately, three home games, three defeats, no goals scored. And as a bit of a, you know, a Dyche fan, it's not acceptable. It's not good enough. Um, you could probably argue... We didn't have a, we didn't have that striker in for the first two home games, but regardless, you can't just let games pass you by like they did today. Arsenal came. That's probably the easiest game they'll have away mm, from home I this agree. season. Um, they sat back. Declan Rice had the whole midfield, and Declan Rice is what a player. By the way, absolutely walked through our whole midfield. The midfield free for me for Everton were are and were a massive problem for me. So he actually, Sean Dice swapped Amadou Onana and Adrisa Garnagay. Adrisa Garnagay found himself a bit more further forward. But I've never seen a midfield three of Decore, Onana and Garnagay unable to control a game, to pass the ball, to actually calm it down and play a bit of football. I think times today it was we'd win the ball back, a couple of passes, and then we'd lose it. Amadou Onana in the first half. I don't, I'd love to see the pass conversion rate because it must have been low 20% for the whole mm, outfield yeah, team I think Pickford had the most touches I think everyone literally everyone felt like they'd been space jammed there was just no fluid there was no f- Paul Beto again probably him and probably him and Michalenko I thought were probably the standouts I thought Michalenko was very good today uh, he was good, l- yeah. looking at like small positives I thought, mm. and, I, and again I'm not Michalenko's biggest fan I thought like on a 1v1 situation he, he was probably I thought he was okay, our, yeah. our, our, our best player today of a team Ashley Young did nothing you know, did not for Jared Blanthwaite, I thought, you know, look cool, calm. I thought defensively they were okay. First off, defensively, I, I said half time, they looked structurally fine and we did nullify Arsenal to it, especially in the first half. But then the second half kicks off and you think, right, what's been said at half time? Mm. Let's try and see something different. Where's Let's the counterpunch? Where, exactly, that key word, counterpunch. There is none. There's none. Nothing came. And I think straight away, they got in round the back. Trossard went round the back. Or was it Vieira? Went mm. round the back, and I thought, "Oh my god!" Slide and mm. tackle. I think it was Michalenko or Branthwaite, and it went out, and that just set the tone for me. It, it, it's hard, isn't it? You know, people were calling for four four two with Dominic Carvalho and Beto. Is that an option potentially? The midfield three that is not working. That isn't just from today. I think that he's preferred that from three from the the whole season, from the first game against Fulham against Wolves, Aston Villa, today. That midfield three is a big, big, big problem for me. There's no one to get the foot on the ball to calm it down. And you look to potentially towards James Garner. He's mm. on the bench. He's probably the best uh, footballer out of the out of the four. Technically, he's he probably, probably the is footballer. the best central midfielder yeah. we've got. In, in terms of footballing-wise, yeah. So, what do we do? You know, seriously, what, let, 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 okay, let, let's break down the goal. Let, let's talk about the corner. Arsenal went back to this weird, like, yeah. And why aren't there two men there? I don't know. Well, Deitch will never go with that, will he? Because he's always about defending the V, you know, defending the V so you keep him out wide. So he'll never, very rarely will he allow players to be dragged out of the central area. And, you know, he would argue, well, for large parts, he was defending the corners quite well. But eventually you are coming against world-class technicians because that's what they've got, world-class technicians who will eventually find a gap. Uh, and, you know, it's it's a, if you're an Arsenal fan or an Arsenal member of staff, 
as far as the execution of the goal, it, it's absolutely exquisite. It's fantastic football. Um, and Everton had had warning signs because they kept playing that short, you know, that short corner. And then they, you know, we back off, we back off. The minute they get into the box, you now can't touch them. And then it's very quick, intricate passing. They're a top class team and that's what they can do to you. So, you know, no qualms about the goal. It's a really, really good goal. And if you're an Arsenal fan you, or an Arsenal member of staff, you're saying the way it was manufactured was, was absolutely brilliant football. You know, it's training ground stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't think, we don't think we can look at anyone in particular for the for the goal. I think it's just a great bit of football. It's, 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 take, it's a great finish. It's a great finish. Trossard, you know, Pickford has no chance. I think yeah. you have to just take your hat off and go, it's a great really goal. Good goal. It's a really good finish. But I'll just go back to, to the what you just said about Everton being really sound defensively. And, and for large parts, they were. Arsenal weren't ripping Everton apart and creating loads. Pickford wasn't having to stand on his head. You know, They weren't hitting the woodwork or anything. But you've got to have more to your game. You've got to have more than that. And, and there's just nothing, there's nothing else. You can be very sound defensively, but again, you've got to have something. I thought Dan Juma and McNeil, they just couldn't get in the game. Dan Juma especially just couldn't get in the game. Neither of them. And, and a lot yeah. of that is because when we do have the ball, the midfield three are so poor on the ball, so poor on the ball, it just fizzles out by the time it's even got to them. It's gone, it's broke down. Then they're having to track all the way back to get it back into position. And again, Sean Dodge has got to come up with, with a solution. You, you know, ultimately, that's the man we're looking at. We, you know, we're looking at the manager to find these solutions. This is why you're in the hot seat. We need you to find these solutions. And at the moment, he's not coming up with the solutions. He's not. Like I previously said, he'll have a lot of excuses and a lot of reasons why Everton are failing on the pitch at the moment. And some of it will not be his fault, of course. And we can all hold our hands up and we all know what the issues are surrounding the whole football club. There's many issues. But just like many other managers that have been and gone, there will come a point where some quarters of the fan base will eventually think, and, and it's probably starting uh, to... No, I think we're there. I think, I think it's starting to appear now, well, we need more from this manager. We need more. Because ultimately, that's nearly a fully fit team. It's nearly a full fit squad now. And I know it's against Arsenal and the title chasers. And again, it's no... You know, it's no you know, it's not a bad thing to lose to Arsenal because they're a top-class team, but it's the manner of the performances, Ben. And it's so bad. It's so turgid. It's so poor to watch. No fan base will accept that for long. They won't because it's so bad. That performance there is as bad as anything under Sam Allardyce. It is. And people won't like hearing it, but it's as bad as anything under Big Sam. It's as bad as anything under Rafa. That, because there's nothing going forward. And when there's nothing going forward, you don't stand a chance in games. And that there was the exact same as the likes of Sam and Rafa and so on. There's nothing past the halfway line. Absolutely nothing. It's like they haven't been working on anything. It's like all they've been working on is two banks of four, defend, 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 defend. Okay, what are you going to do when you've got the ball, guys? What's the plan? They have no idea what the plan is. They don't have an absolute clue. And you can see they don't have a clue because Pickford will get it. He'll look in front. He's got nothing. He'll go short. Branthwaite gets it. Bang. Booms it up. Recycle. But there's no one near the striker either. But again, which was but again, but again the manager, of, I sit right next to the manager, right above him. He's not barking at the Corey to get tight to better. He's not. He's telling them to sag. He's screaming at them to keep your position. Hold your position. Sag. Sag. It takes the fans out of the game. I'm not saying press really high because Arsenal will rip you apart. I get it. But again, you've got to press at the right moments in football. You've got to press. And when the right moments are there, you go and you go as a team and you go four, five, six of you and you break and you go. They're not doing it. Some of it we down to the lack of ability and the lack of quality in the team, granted. But nevertheless, they're not doing it. And again, I'll go back to the word, the counterpunch. There's nothing from Sean Dyche's Everton right now against especially in a game like that, there's absolutely nothing. They could be playing all week and they wouldn't have scored. 
Arsenal had the freedom of Goodison. It's far too easy. And the guy next to me who kept saying it, passive. It's far too passive. And he was absolutely bang on the money. It's far too passive. We didn't, we didn't get tight on Arsenal. Do we take any yellow cards? And that's always a good, a good judge of how you know aggressive with the Just team. Just Ashley Young, I think, wasn't it? Right. What, what, why, why aren't our midfield three getting stuck in? Why aren't they? Why aren't the fullbacks getting touched tight to their wingers, not allowing them to turn? There's none of it. It's, it's too soft. And under a Deutsch team, it's something you don't expect. You expect them to be a bit nasty, hard to beat, you know, gritty in your face. There's nothing, mate. Declan Rice was just waltzing around. Odegaard just waltzing oh, around. Yeah. It's far, far too easy at the moment. And it's far too easy for teams to come to Goodison and get wins. Six defeats in Deutsch's last seven at Goodison Park. Not Two not wins not. in 15. No home goal scored yet so far this season. Like I've said, there's a lot of problems at Goodison Park and at Everton. There's a lot of problems. As this goes on, Sean Dyche will become a problem. And for some quarters now, he is a problem because I can hear it in the ground. He is becoming a problem. We need better from him, mate. We need more from him. And it's up to him. He's got to go back to the drawing board and find a way to get the likes of Dan Juma into games like that, to get the best out of him. Because you may as well have not played. You may as well have put Garner out there today and just been rigid and be hard to beat because there was no point in playing him when it's a game like that. Zero point. Didn't get the ball. It just absolute waste of time. He just ran himself into the ground for 90 minutes and literally didn't get a kick. He may as well put someone like James Garner there. No point at all. Beto was a, was a all on his own. And when Dom came on, again, didn't get a sniff. It's just very, very passive. It's very, very easy. And for me, it's just no, no tempo, mate. And you take the Goodison crowd away when there's no tempo. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I think for me, Sean Dyche has to find a way now. He is under massive pressure from, you know, a selection of the fan base, which is everyone's entitled to their opinion. For me, Sean Dyche needs to find a way to utilise his biggest weapon. And that for me is Goodison Park, which it's been far from a weapon over the mm. past few seasons. As you quite rightly touched on early, earlier, Everton needs to be hard to beat. They need to fight for the shirt, they need to be in your face, passive aggression, big tackles. You know, what was with that what Sean Dice said, you know, minimum minimum requirement is maximum effort. We did not see maximum effort today. So we did not see the minimum that is apparently supposed to be an Everton player, a Sean Dice player. So I think you're right. There are a large part of the fan base which are now starting to question Sean Dice and you know, they have every right to because the start hasn't been good enough. It, no. it really, really hasn't. And you, you have a look on the side and you think, who makes that decision now? Who goes and decides who's going to be our manager? Because ultimately, Farad Mashiri is now under the, the, the thinking 
that he's leaving, that the, he's leaving the football club. So he's not going to want to put any more money into the football club, getting rid of another manager. So we, we tend to find ourselves in the catch-22. But I want to touch on Arsenal, who I thought were absolutely technically brilliant today. Yeah, great football team. Um, an absolute, you know, look, before the game, did I think we get anything? Did I think we come away with a point or three points? I didn't. I said to people outside the ground, I thought we'd get beat 2 0 today. I thought Arsenal just steamrollers. They're like back three, they're weird. Saliba, Ben White, um, and then obviously Gabriel. Gabriel. You know, Zinchenko's tucking in. So at times, they had like four or five players playing central midfield, and our midfielders look completely lost, but Dice didn't change it. He didn't react. He didn't try and like do something to like prevent that from happening. Obviously, in Ketia, we're running the channels. He was doing everything possible just to like drag our defenders out. Martinelli looked good before Trossard came on. Trossard was causing absolutely chaos. Saka is Saka. You know, he, he, he thought Michelenko did quite well against him. But the, the Zinchenko was just filling in. Odegaard, he's an absolutely Rolls Royce yeah, of a player. Top player. Top Declan player. Rice, as I've touched on earlier, top player. top player. Like two big players in central midfielders and two players that want the ball. So I. I I took my eyes off the game and I was watching Declan Rice. His ability to look round and find space mm. and want the ball, he has all the time in the world. And it even happened when he was at West Ham. I think I said last year or the year before. Controlled when the game, they, didn't he? Oh, I remember. I said that, that's probably one of the best performances I've ever seen. Yeah, in yeah. He's Park. a Rolls Royce player, mate. It, and they're top unbelievable. Players. They're top players, mate. And, it, it, you know, there's no no doubt that they will go all the way with Man City, I'm sure. They've got great depth. You know, Enketier comes off, Gabriel Jesus comes on. They're a top, top team, mate. Really, really good with with quality throughout the eleven. You know, they've got, in, arguably, if you speak to an Arsenal, they've got two number one goalkeepers in Raya and Ramsdale in their review. You know, they've got, like I say, quality throughout. But we've got to look at how to stop these teams. And and you can stop these teams. There's always a way. We can't write off any game anymore in football because you, you can't. You absolutely can't. You know, Fulham went to Arsenal and drew 2-2. Two, two. Well, what did they do right? What did they do good? What worked? And, and you've got to find ways. And you can't just keep going, well, it's, you know, well, it's, it's Man City, you know, we just pass it by. It's Arsenal, we pass it by. You, you can't. You've got to make your home games a fortress and really, really difficult place to come. And I think if we were honest, I think we all knew Arsenal were going to score. We all knew they were even at nil and after it was coming. It was, it was coming. It was coming, and you can see yourself. If as long as this game's on, they're going to find a way. They're going to they're going to score because all top teams do. That is what they do. But again, I just go back to the fact: what was our plan? What what were we attempting to do? Because we, we knew we had to score a goal. You're not going to keep a clean sheet against these teams. They're too good. Nine times out of ten, you won't keep a clean sheet. They're too good. They're too technically good. And and I actually thought Tarkovsky and Branthwaite were very good. I thought, generally speaking, Plan was very excuse good. me. I thought they were very, very good. I thought they were very solid, very resolute, and I think they won a lot of the, you know, a lot of the aerial duels. I think they won a lot of battles. I thought they did really, really well. And to be that, to be that focused and that that you know, keep keep tabs on those intricate players for ninety four minutes the way they did, it's commendable. I thought they, I thought they were really stuck in there. But again, I just go back to right, what was what was our punch? What was our counter? What were we trying to do? What were we trying to achieve? You know, what was the game plan? You knew you were going to have to score. You're going to have to try and score against him. So what, what was our attempt to try and score? You know, uh, we, we talk about set pieces under Sean Deutsch and, and how good they were. They were first poor. They're really, really poor now. Really yeah. poor. And I mean, they're really, really just poor. Just go back to Dwight McNeil right. taking right. them. Ashley Young continues to take the set I pieces. Know. And every keeper we come against just comes and claims. 
these not every keeper is brilliant like this, but but they're corner. They're so lofty, they're so loopy, they're so six, seven, eight yards out. It's food and drink. It's Premier League goalkeepers. Pickford will come out and clean them all day long. Every keeper would. They're too easy. It's far too easy. You know, you've got to put some fism. You've got to whip them and mix it up. Look what Arsenal are doing. They're mixing their corners up. They're going short. They're going back post. You've got to mix it up. I just feel like it's all very, very predictable under Sean Dyche right now. It's very, very predictable. Um, and again, he's got to find a way to get the best out of our best players. And going forward, that's the likes of Dan Juma. That's the likes of Beto and Dominic Carvalho, whoever you choose to play. And McNeil, who I thought was a bit off it today. He didn't look match fit, McNeil, granted. No, he looked, he looked knackered. Yeah, he looked, Decore was, was, was pretty poor. I think they well. all look knackered. Yeah. This is weird. I, Again, but it's like what you said about being space jumped. I think they're so programmed into keep being rigid yeah. and being hard to beat and solid defensively and not, you know, leaving yourselves open when they do get the ball. And again, they're not a great footballing team, Everton. We know they're not. But it really is so bad when they're on. It's so bad. It's like they're not working on anything going forward. Nothing at all. They don't have a clue how to attack teams. They do not have a clue how to attack teams at, at all. The build-up play to our football is absolutely turgid. It's, it, mate, it's diabolical. It's absolutely diabolical. And again, I'm not blaming this all on Deutsch because he has got his pros and he has got his cons, but you've, we, we need more. We, yeah. we need more as a fan base because Goodison and Everton, they get results when Goodison is ferocious, when it's on the back of the opposition, when it's roaring. Then the way he's now playing like that, especially against the better teams, Goodison's dead. Is that there's nothing to feed off. You've got nothing to go off. Absolutely nothing. And I always go back to, you know, we always talk, because we, we were the Moyes era in reality, mate. Yeah. When we were young, it was the Moyes era. Borderline Walter Smith sort of thing, but more, more Moyes. And when you look at the Moyes era, what, what, we'd, have, we'd have players in that team that, that, would, that would have the intensity. You know, like I think about Man U and played Man U and his first game that comes to mind when Phil Neville made the big tackle on Ronaldo. Goodison stands on its on its feet, it's roaring. And there's a bit of an intensity to our tackles, there's an intensity to our pressing. We're pressing in the right areas. You know, we might have been a better team back then, but even Moyes had some poor teams. But again, he had that intensity in games. We were at it from, you know, at it from minute one. We literally took kickoff and just sagged straight away. Yeah, Went right out the ball and just did, sagged. Did, did, and the ground right. just goes, oh, and it just goes flat. No, I, I agree. You just need a bit more, mate. And I, and I don't think Deitch has given us that at the moment. And he's got to go back to the drawing board to find a way to to, to get Goodison rocking. Because six home defeats in seven suggests that what he's doing isn't working. And it's not working. And again, he will say he hasn't had the personnel. Absolutely. I think he's got, a, you know, he's got an argument there. But the longer this season goes on, if this keep, keeps happening, mate, he, he, he will run out of excuses very, very quickly. Because I would argue that with the squad that he's now got in terms of the 11 that he can play week in, week out, if they stay fit, you can play better football than that. You can play a better style than that. And ultimately, you can be braver than that because that wasn't a very brave performance. It wasn't a very heroic performance. You know, it wasn't fighting for the badge. It was none of that. It was just sitting and sitting, wait for them to score, and then we just lose 1-0. And it's a little bit too negative, mate, for me as, as an Evertonian. I want to just see a bit more, mate. And, and ultimately... That comes down to the manager, the manager's style of play, and I think he's going to have to mix it up a bit more. Yeah, to summarise, we need more from Sean Dyche, we need more from the players, just need a bit more, something to feed off, anything, any sort of positive to feed off, a big tackle, a high press. I think Dwight McNeil tried it here or there, huffed and puffed, chased down a few lost causes, but ultimately it wasn't good enough. We just need to see better. Anyway, there we have it, ladies and gents, a post-match review show with Ben and the Bobble. What do we say? Where do we go? Obviously, we've got three 
massive games coming up now, obviously. Brentford away, uh, Luton at home, Bournemouth at home. Ultimately, for me, we need six points at an absolute minimum. It's got to be six points. So Sean Dyches and the players... I've got a lot of stepping up to do. In the meantime, have a great week. We'll be back this week with a lot more content. And obviously for your listeners, there's hopefully a quiet week, but it never is when I say (laughs) that. So here we go. But anyway, have a great week up the toffees.